It can't be that bad, oh, 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 it can't be that bad. I enjoy weddings. I've gone to weddings by myself. I've gone to weddings with a date. I've gone to family weddings where it's, I've gone to weddings that are complete out of the norm. I Recently, one of my cousins got married and his wedding was in a Buddhist temple. That's interesting. Very. That's very so different. Okay, tell like, me about it. What, what was it like? So, first of all, you walk into this incredibly beautiful Buddhist temple and you have to, you know, take your shoes off and you walk in. Yeah. And there's like six monks who have taken a vow of silence. Mm-hmm. And they're just like, they're praying over the whole thing. <laughs> and the monks are also the band. <laughs> That's what they, well, that would be kind dope. Of, no, they are playing instruments. Cool. And okay, they're like I was chanting and they're like, they are, yeah, well, hey. Don't fuck around, bro, because this is the real deal. I fucking around. I have huge respect for monks. Incredibly beautiful ceremony. I bet. Uh, they have this incredible. They have this like translator who's like training and like. And then we have this meal where the monks have blessed this food, and then we have this like shared meal with all of us and the monks, and it's it was such a different cultural experience for me. Yeah. That experiencing it was eye opening. It was mm-hmm. just another way, and that that's one of the things where you know I, <clears throat> I'm gonna. I'm going to break the fourth wall and break character for a second here for a second because I want you guys to understand like I do understand love and like happiness and shit and it makes me tingly inside and like that there's a common trope over all humanity where we can just like love each other and be happy and be one as a whole. That sounds genuine. <clears throat> this wedding proved to me that that as a whole at the end of the day doesn't matter what language you speak or what god you pray to or where you grew up or what language you or what food you eat or any of that shit of there is a common trope of love through all of us as a human culture and this was something that's like dude Here's a culture and a tradition and a thing that's nothing like anything we know and we understand. I, I, there's got to be millions and millions on this planet. And it's just like if we could all just tap into our heartstrings and our heart love and we could just be happy. And if we could just make a drum circle big enough, maybe we can bang Was out Was there all a of- drum circle at this wedding? <laughs> no, no drum Usually circle. Usually there's just big Jenga. <laughs> oh, no, no big Jenga. <laughs> that had every. I used to be... Uh, uh, a wedding singer I used to sing at weddings I knew this DJ that knew my family and he would always DJ weddings and he'd be like hey you want to come sing at this wedding mm-hmm. and they would pay up the wooza you open know, bar and they'd pay me for a set number of songs and then extra for every song which was a good gig for a while yeah I remember when you used to do that quite a bit that's that's always a lot of fun I had a um I had a friend who did magic at weddings, nice. and uh, that's also a pretty decent gig because people hire you, just walk around, go to each table, and do a couple tricks. And then, yeah, of course, you know, that'd be super. Pocket eight hundred bucks, and then you're out. That easy. You should try to do that as a little side hustle. You know, I don't do enough tricks consistently. Okay, then well, you got to learn so that you can circulate around the table or around all the tables and do multiple tricks. Let's yeah. try that again. Feed that back to me. What? Yeah, I don't like the fact where I said I'm not good at magic. Let's feed feed that line. You want back me to, to feed me. that? Okay, hey, dude, you know some magic. You should do magic tricks at weddings. Yeah, but you know what? Here's the thing. What? I'm too expensive. Oh, there yeah. you go. Yeah, sell yourself um, high. You know, let's just jump. Let's into, jump into the how movie. How far are we into this? Five minutes. Okay, that's not bad. That's not bad. We've gone ten minutes talking about steak when the movie uh, at the forefront was not about steak whatsoever. You know what? It's a it's a big portion. What is a big portion? Steaks. Um, In general. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome to another episode of ICBTB Podcast. Also known as. It Can't Be That Bad Podcast. Where you can watch the worst movies and they can still be good. That's right. We're here to defend these critically condemned films because you know what we have to say to you critics out there? Fuck. Fuck you. 
Uh, uh, and we also have to say to, to our friend Otis here, hello, welcome, thank you. Otis, thanks for uh, chilling by our side every single day and night. This is not original Otis. This is a clone that we've created. If you guys recall, a couple weeks ago, Otis um, is no longer with us. So this is our new clone, Otis 2.0. Otis 2.0. Uh, he's just as good, just as funny. Does everything. Bit. Yeah. Sleeps um, just as much. Kisses just as vigorously. Yes. But uh, we will say this about Otis 2.0. What? Not as pretty. Not as pretty, yeah. yeah. Uh, if you look at Otis now, and uh, if ever you meet Otis, this is, you know, this clone. So you can just tell he's a little uglier. Yeah, he's a little rough around the edges. We didn't get yeah. the cloning process down to the teeth. But it's close enough, and, you know, the other one kind of went on before its time. So now we got this one. You make do what you got. Yeah. Otis 3.0 is going to be a little bit better, and that's just kind of how it goes. Yeah, uh, we're, we're just going to come out with better models, and eventually you could purchase your own ICBTB Otis for your own kissing pleasures. <laughs> that's <laughs> not a joke. All right. Uh, we did watch a movie, though. That movie was called Literally, Literally Right Before Aaron. That's right, and it is available on Hulu. Most of you individuals out there might not have ever heard about this no, film. No, I would say all of you individuals. Yeah, it was a small indie film, uh, but it stars some heavy hitters that put on a good rom-com. Uh, yes, and I think this is actually one of the better films that Justin Long has ever done. Not going to lie, this movie was probably my favorite Justin Long film. You think this is better than Accepted? Yes. Really? I do. Just to judge it based on like how emotional I was getting from this film as opposed to Accepted. And Accepted did make me emotional because they had some good messages in there. This was fucking heart-wrenching. You're 100% right. This is Justin Long's best movie. Yes. Usually we're used to seeing Justin Long being a little wacky, which he is in this film, but like he's usually tripping over something or... He's getting hit in the head. Yes. He didn't. Get, he doesn't get hit in the head in this This one. is not that slapsticky at all. This is very real. Do I sound a bit nasally to you? No, you sound fine. Okay, cool. Um, uh, so why don't we just jump into the nitty-gritty. Christian, Yes. you've looked at these numbers. I have not. Yeah. So why don't you go ahead and take over? Um, you may need my laptop for that, so let me just yeah, probably. pull it up here. So, so yeah, I accidentally looked at the numbers when I was doing some research right before this episode. Usually I'm the one guessing uh, like the Google users that like this. But I fucked up and I looked at it. And, and I fucked up and I didn't look at it. Yeah, so uh, our roles are reversed, but we're still going to deliver. So we watched literally, comma, right before Aaron, which is a comedy drama uh, that was made in 2017. It has a runtime of an hour and 45 minutes, also hmm. known as 105 minutes. Now, Rotten Tomatoes gave this 25%. IMDB gave this 4.6 out of 10, and Metacritic gave this a 28%. Alejandro, do you want to guess the amount of Google users that liked this movie? Yes. Okay, go ahead and guess. And give it your best shot. 69. No, no I'm, <laughs> just kidding. I'm, just kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. That's your, okay, fake answer. <laughs> Joke answer. What do you think it is? 78%. Wrong. Dude, you're going to be surprised. We both love this film. It's 53%. Really? Very low. Very wow. low. Which I don't get because right from the get, this was a good fucking movie. Oh, let me read the synopsis. Do it. Yeah. Synopsis coming right at you. Right at you. Adam is 
devastated to learn that his ex-girlfriend has invited him to her upcoming wedding. Returning home for the festivities, Adam must confront unresolved feelings while trying to convince himself and everyone else that he is truly happy for her. Now, that's why I brought up like weddings at the beginning of this episode, because it does tie into the movie that we are about to review. Uh-huh. And shit, just from that synopsis, how heartbreaking is it? Insanely heart. In, insanely dude you choose you choose to eat food during the wrong time i thought usually i take longer with the nitty-gritty and and i thought you were gonna have a little bit more to say i thought i had enough time I, to really swallow. I just went straight into it you didn't I, you've done this before it's you, a mistake bringing you food to this you're room. a mistake what no i'm not great comeback that's sarcasm i brought you trail mix before and you were like, okay, I'll eat this after the episode. In the middle of the episode, you hear the unraveling of the packaging of the trail mix. And well, you, look, just, I'm going to stop you. I'm going to, you're already. I'm hot. I, can, I yes. know. Hey. Because during that episode, you were this, looking at the nuts. Uh, you were naming the nuts and the raisins and the M&Ms. Naming them. Yes. You were like, this is a cashew. This is a macadamia. Breathe. Breathe. I'm upset. Literally right before Aaron. Literally right before Aaron. You good? I'm good. Okay. This isn't about me. This is about <laughs> Justin Long. Okay. And Kobe Smolders. AKA Robin from How I Met Your Mother. Wait, what's her last name? Um fuck, dude. Are you like her new last name? No, in the movie. In the, in how the I show? Met Your Mother. Yeah. Dude, honestly I forgot. What is it? It's Robin Cherbotsky. 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 Uh, anyways, so yeah, this is a film about Justin Long, who yes. is the ex-boyfriend uh, to Kobe Smolders. Yes. She's getting married to a gentleman named Aaron. And they did the classic thing of, you know, we we had such a impactful meaning on each other's life. I don't want to lose you as a friend. I don't want to lose yeah. you as a connection. And so they're caught in this interesting moment that I think everybody goes in when they kind of go through a breakup of like, you know, I just spent... I think they spent five years together. Eight, eight years, dude. I just spent a significant portion of my life in this movie, eight years together. It's not like I don't want this person involved in my of life. Of course, anymore. they wanted to remain friends, which everyone- but they're not. Which come, it's, that's such a difficult thing to do after such a long time of intimacy, dude. Sure. To just become platonic friends. It's doable, but it's, no, it's, it's a challenge that it's not. you don't think it is. I disagree. I, I think, on yeah, more- Because, because- could you go to an ex an ex's wedding? It depends how long I dated the ex for. For eight, eight years. years? If, let's say you and Melissa broke up. Uh-huh. Just, let's say you are Justin Long. Mm-hmm. You and Melissa broke up one year later. That's it's, it's too quick. I don't. That's think, what this was in his specific situation. It, it, I think it would have been too quick for sure. Too quick because of who you are, or too quick because of just... dude. It's it's everything. It's so complex. But that's, but that's my point, though. If you're in, if you're the Antagonist of this film. Yeah. I said that right. Antagonist? Or who are you talking about? Justin Long? Yeah. Uh, Protagonist. If you're the protagonist of this film, wow, I may have been saying that wrong my entire life. No, I feel... Really? I just realized now Let's break down the word pro and anti, really. It all makes sense now. Yeah. Maybe I don't know English, dude. Holy shit. I don't know anything. Peter Parker, the antagonist of the he's, Spider-Man series. He's ruining New York. Do you listen to J. Jonah Jameson? He is destroying <laughs> the fabric of society by being a vigilante piece of shit. Superman, the main antagonist. He's not a vigilante. He's an immigrant and a refugee, and he is the American dream. Um, uh, Justin Long, though. Yes. I'm telling you. Yeah, I don't think you could be put in this position. This is such a 
difficult to watch. So as the whole movie goes on, you almost wish he didn't do this because it's so like, because everybody else would choose not to do this. I don't know a normal person who would go through with this. You know, there was, I'm pretty sure what it was, was the little part of him. There's like a small part of him that saw this as an opportunity to object the wedding. Of course. Of course. That's what all the flashbacks were about. And that's what all the, like the La La Land, uh, 500 Days of Summer-esque alternate universe Mm -hmm. glances that we got to see in this film uh, proves that. And, and (sighs) what this, this film is such a subtly fucked up mind fuck of a film. You know, before we move on, I do want to say I think it's important that we don't spoil the very end of the film. Like, do they end up together or do they not? I think we should leave that for the listeners. We could literally talk about but, but, so much. But the final frames of this film are beautiful and are and and are a direct correlation to another film that I want to talk about though. So it's going to be tough. Uh huh. I think I think I know what you're talking about. And 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 there's some points. So they choose to do. The, they choose to end it on his face and his the reaction and his expression mm-hmm. and that area in the uh, you know where he is as the almost antithesis of the film that we that it's referencing you know and it's yeah. like it's such a beautiful moment and well, let's talk we could talk about the film that is referencing we'll without do it at the end it. we'll do it at the end okay we'll do it at the end so then All you right. can pause it at any time and go watch the film or, we will or, we could know. even preface if we do want to spoil it we could say spoiler alert. Give the listeners like five seconds to exit we'll the just room. Jump into it real quick and then be like, "That is how it ends." Just like what they did to of mice and men to anybody who's never this, read that book. Yeah, that happens in this movie. Justin Long's character ruins of mice and men for Kobe's character, which is fine. That book sucks. Uh, what? He kills his best friend. Yeah, no, but that's why it's amazing. It's it's the it's unpredictable. No one saw that coming. Could you shoot me? Huh? Could you shoot me? In the uh, back of the head. Well, it depends. It depends. If dude. I was Lenny, if you were Lenny in that situation itself, if, if no. we were, if we were, if we were Lenny and Bruce, uh-huh. if uh, <laughs> his name wasn't Bruce. his name's not Bruce. His name is Greg Sinise. <laughs> Greg Sinise. His name is John Malkovich and Gary Sinise. <laughs> Gary Sinise. I'm kidding. I I I uh, fucked that up. But I don't know. I'm a completely different person. I don't think. Personally, as Christian, I don't think I could ever pull a trigger unless it was to protect someone in in the heat of the moment. But could you protect somebody from their fate? This is that's, that's the a, question. It's hard, but mm-hmm. we're not talking about no, of mice and men. Real quick, before what? we stop talking about of mice and men, do you remember the Saturday Night Live sketch of like the lost scene where uh, he's pointing the gun at him and Lenny turns around, he's like, "Hey, what what are you doing?" Yeah, yeah. Was that who Bobby, was the guest Bobby there? Bobby Moynihan and James Franco. I've seen that. Yeah, it's fantastic. Mwah. Check and he it out. He has to like make up why he had He's a like, gun oh, right there. Uh, uh, uh. Were you about to shoot me? <laughs> exactly. Whew. But we're talking about the masterpiece of literally right Just, before Aaron. Yeah, Justin Long's poop. Yeah. So this um, this movie's fucking amazing. It what I think it is. Shot in San Francisco. Yes. Shows us a lot of cool things. I will say there were some straight out things that I did not think um, I liked. I will say this right now. Okay, go, Kobe go ahead. Smolders was not from San Francisco. Nobody who lives in San Francisco rides the cable cars to go to work. No. The cable cars are strictly a tourist thing. Well, I think that's what they did, no, though. I don't think no. she took it to work, man. That's what she's like, well, I'm going to go home. Like, No, they made it seem like. That was her mode of trans- San Francisco. You think she does that every day to her pers- job? That's what they made it seem like. The person who wrote this script, I think, visited San Francisco once, but lives in New York and thinks. You that said they- this about Venom too, because Venom yes, took place in San Francisco. Because, because 
People don't understand that like nobody fucking rides. When's the last time you rode the cable cars? Uh, Have you two years ever ago? Ridden? Okay. Yes, like of course. Well, what who the are hell? you with? Who are you with? My family. <laughs> because that's like the only time you, when you're like trying to do the touristy. Yeah, thing. of course. I'm not gonna do it if I'm like if I have an interview. And, you know, gonna... and the other thing is like if she lived in San Francisco and worked at that store, yeah. she would have a car. Okay. She would have a car. Yeah, she she would definitely have a car. It depends how close she is to this apartment. Now we're breaking this movie down in ways that we shouldn't have. Okay, you're right. So let's go into the ways that we should have. Okay. This is a an unconventional rom-com. It's barely a com. It's very real. It's so real. It's like nauseously real. Yeah. Now put yourself in the shoes that Justin Long is wearing. Oh, he I... is in such a fucked up place. And I like how... They did not preface at all that he was in a relationship when all this was going down. Yeah. In so a one-year relationship. When he gets invited to the wedding, we do see him go to dinner with his current girlfriend. At first, I thought it was like a Tinder date so that he could just like distract himself from the I situation thought, at you hand. You know, this is such a, It's very realistic, bro. You know, sometimes you, you got to do the thing to make yourself feel yeah. better. And uh, it's funny because he does have that gamut of feelings at He's the dinner so impulsive <laughs> he's like crying at this dinner. and then laughing so at this dinner they go through a roller coaster of emotions because they've been this was like their anniversary dinner yeah um they they're seated you can tell that he's distracted because he's thinking about um kobe smolders and her getting married but he's with his girlfriend of a year and out of the blue he says have you ever thought about marriage and she's Almost surprised. Chokes, literally chokes on her wine. She does. She chokes in her wine, spits a little bit of it out back into the glass and says, uh, I'm not sure. I might have talked about it a few times with my friends. Jokingly. Jokingly. And he continues to say, let's get married. He doesn't have a ring. He doesn't kneel down. This is completely impromptu. He's never thought about it before. And she's like, what the fuck? And he goes on to convince her. And he's, she's like, yeah, this is absolutely crazy. We should be thinking about this. This is irresponsible. But yeah, let's get married. She's actually kind of convinced um, that he may have a point. You know, what, what are we doing here? We're, we're, we're dating for what? Just for shits and giggles? We're not like kids anymore. Like this should be turning into something. Let's not waste our time. He's like, I don't want to think about the future. I want to think about now. Aren't you happy right now? And she's like, I am. I, I am. I am <laughs> very happy She is excited. Right now. She is on the verge of tears. She's convinced him. He's convinced her that marriage is the best option. And then yep. as soon as she says yes, he, he <laughs> takes a sip of wine. <laughs> a gulp of wine. And he goes, you know... <laughs> Now that I hear it, it sounds kind of crazy. We should break up. I think we should break up. You know, I don't think we... And she's like, are you proposing to me and breaking up with me in the same conversation? Are you fucking with me? Are you? I can't tell if you're serious right now. And this is an intimate dinner. It looks like a very nice restaurant. Uh -huh. And she says, you're an asshole. And she says it again even louder. You're an asshole. <laughs> he's like looking around. He's like, calm down. You're making a scene type of thing. But he's an asshole. That's an asshole move. I've been told I look like Justin Long. It's you have an uncanny resemblance. Wow, it's that close. Uncanny. Your 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 skin tone, uh, your physique, um, oh. your your hair. Yeah, is very uncanny. I did do some research. The only thing that seems like you guys don't have in common is talent. I'm kidding. I'm Son fucking. Of a <laughs> bitch. That's a great joke. That's a wow. You are. You have flipped the script. You you flipped it and reversed it and well done, Christian. I, I, wow, that was 
That was great. You had me hook, line, and sinker, pal. I, I'm glad that a handshake came toward me and not a fist. Yeah, that was, hey, well done. <laughs> Thank you. What I was really originally going to say <laughs> is that you guys. Great. That was, no, I'm still living in the moment. Hang on, pal. I'm so flattered that you like that. That was great. I, you, I rarely <laughs> insult people. Well done. And Thank you know you. what? You, you had a good cadence. You had a good wait for it. Mm-hmm. Man. Shoot, wow. I can't wait till we could do stand up again. <laughs> Um, Anyways, motherfucker. Yeah. What you guys don't have in common is height. He's only 5'9", dude. Really? So you have inches on him. Wow. Yeah, dude. Just so long if you listen to this, I would love to meet you. <laughs> so that he could look up to you. <laughs> you know, Kobe Smolder's only an inch shorter than he is. Kobe Smolder's husband, Tarn Killam. Re- oh, that's right. Yeah, Saturday Night Live alum, mm-hmm. writer, director, actor of Killing Gunther. Funny fucking dude. Yeah. Yeah, um, she did a good job. That's a good couple he right plays there. plays Blauman on How I Met Your Mother. Mm-hmm. You know who he reminds me of a lot is Ike Barinholtz. Uh, he's from Mad TV. Yeah, I know Ike. Uh, yeah, I think he's in the Mindy I like, Project. I like Ike. Yeah, I, I like Ike too. Mm-hmm. Um, very funny dude. He's in Neighbors. You know what's not funny? What? Having to watch your ex-girlfriend marry her new boyfriend. Holy shit. Let me ask you something about this film, because this film got real real quick, just like that, and Dude, this is what we're going to do. It came out of the cuts how real this was. This movie is viscerally intense. Like, mm-hmm. it makes your t- your stomach churn. Mm-hmm. It was uncomfortable. Like, he... No one should ever act upon their emotions, especially you at their ne- emotional peak. You sh- No one should ever go to their ex... Their ex's wedding. No. Unless you are that confident no. that you are not going to react. That's not a thing. But they only broke up a year and a half ago, dude. It's it's very... If you have those kind of feelings that he has, you cannot go mm-hmm. to your ex's wedding. What this movie does a good job of is really giving us insight and perspective to how he's really feeling I about think this, this movie is great because it gives us that insight because, like I said earlier, a normal person wouldn't go. Mm-hmm. So it gives us that opportunity to kind of see... But what he's putting himself in these terrible positions. He Ugh. agrees to it to at that first a, call. Agrees to go on a date. Um, uh, not a dinner. Not a date. He doesn't we'll bring agree a to date. do it. Meet, oh, yeah, that. and bring a date. Yeah, uh, Kristen Schaal, who is the voice of Luis from uh, Bob's Burgers. Uh, she's so fucking funny. Yeah, she's a pretty funny girl. Um, he goes to San Francisco. He agrees to go to the dinner party that is uh, in preparation for mm-hmm. this wedding. The um, rehearsal dinner. Yeah, essentially. And he goes there by himself. He does not even bring a homie. That, oh my God, that dinner makes me so fucking insane because, oh God. What? Why? Why is that? Expand on it, please. Justin Long watching her be happy <gasps> with the guy. <laughs> oh, it hits you cry. too. I'm going to yeah. cry. The first, oh, let's talk about <sighs> it. The first scene, when he walks in. Very it shows, 500 Days of Summer. Exactly. That's what I was going to bring up. Like where it is this made up fantasy in his mind with beautiful piano music playing in the background. So right now you are reeled in as a viewer and you you can tell it's a fantasy. He has a a bouquet of flowers in his hand. And the first person that he sees is Kobe Smulders. Mm -hmm. Across the room. mm -hmm. And romantically enough, she notices him walking in and they're... Uh, they have this nonverbal exchange that is so beautiful and very telling of their eight years of intimacy. Yes. He points at the flowers saying like, what the fuck? I mean, look at me. I'm, I'm such a dummy bringing I'm so, this I'm in. So, I'm so silly. Yeah, I'm so silly. And she <laughs> looks at him and she's laughing at how goofy he is. And this fantasy is just gorgeous with the music until 
this made up thing is broken when a dude runs into him with wine and wine is spilled all over his shirt and then it goes to reality she'd never even noticed him mm-hmm. he doesn't have flowers in his hand no one's looking at him he's a stranger he's the foreigner at this party and it's so heart-wrenching it's so heart-wrenching it is very intense has that happened to you before like after having uh, gone through a breakup the first time you're going to see your ex-girlfriend you go to this party and you see it as an opportunity to reconnect and maybe this person's going to give you that their attention uh, and you, you think it's going to you build it up in your mind in your romantic mind that it's going to be this big thing but in reality it's just kind of like okay uh, we're history or just part of the past you don't have to answer the question. It's very personal. It's not. You know what? The answer is no. Um, You've never been heartbroken. I don't. I only break those hearts, bro. Mm-hmm. Um, no, but I will say, you know, it's an interesting thing to see him know that it's a futile attempt to, yeah. to, to win her back, yet he's there. And he keeps going back to like, well, like, well, she invited me and like, you know, maybe this is what she wanted because of because this is why she invited me. And they do a couple of times have conversations later on where they walk around San Francisco and they have this like day together uh, where she's like, no, that's not what it is at all. And mm-hmm. he's getting the clear signals of that, that this is not what it is. And yet he still seems to believe that at the end of the day, they're going to end up together. And, and yeah. it's very sad to see him fall for that. It's it's so sad. Yeah, he put once again, he puts himself in that position after the dinner party. He he's starting to jog because he wants to work on himself to kind of win her back or something. But I do believe he started jogging before that when he quit smoking cigarettes because uh, he talks about how he quit smoking cigarettes a while ago. Mm-hmm. And that's like, oh, yeah, you know, like that's I actually don't think he quit smoking cigarettes. There is a like a five second scene where he's sitting next to the windowsill and you see a little bit of smoke. It doesn't show the cigarette. But it shows a little bit of smoke. I think that was to prove to the viewers that he's willing to do anything to win her back. Even make up this fake persona of this new Justin Long that has taken up exercise and has quit smoking to get her attention. ran into an ex or had an interaction with an ex of yours, did you ever pretend to be something that you're not or do stuff like outlandish just to get their attention? Um, I've only had one ex-girlfriend ever because <laughs> that's, that's just how many girlfriends I've had, baby. Um, baby. by the, the first time she saw me, actually, I didn't have to do much. You be- were very different though. The next time you saw her though, like you were actively and physically different. I was physically, I had lost weight. The, she had hugged me. And, uh, she, the first thing she said was, wow, I could, I could wrap my arms around you. Barf. Right. Like a backhanded Barf. compliment. Thank you. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I didn't have to prove much. I think. I didn't have to try to be someone else because I I was someone else. I'd grown I'd grown into a different individual. I'd become more confident. I physically appeared differently. I, you know, it, things change especially after a heartbreak. Mm-hmm. Like that's a setback where it gives you an opportunity to grow. Like, sure. Really. And so uh yeah, uh, I've been in that position but I've never had to like make something up. Yeah. But I'm sure it is relatable that, to an extent, we all want to be the quote-unquote winner in a breakup. You want to be <laughs> the component of that past relationship that's doing better. <laughs> you know, it's a shitty but real thing. It is, dude. Oh, we are man. we are a vengeful species. Um, we are a prideful species. And, and this movie... Of men. Uh, of men, definitely. We want to be winners. Uh, oh, testosterone. Okay, Okay. <laughs> um, what, what, you know, what did you like about this film, dude? Uh, how how real it was. We we brought it up 
uh, many times. I loved the soundtrack. Yes. There was a lot of oldies playing in this movie. Um, I think the flashbacks, uh, they did a lot of justice. I think the there's side, a lot of... Yeah, the, the alternates. Mm-hmm. Something I wanted to bring up to you was like, do you think there was something wrong in Justin Long's mind where he romanticized the past too much like she is, she says in the movie? Because you only see flashbacks of their good times. We... For what this movie did great was that it never reveals to us why they break up. And I think the purpose of that was that so we aren't forced to choose sides necessarily. We mm. want to see this from an unboy- uh, unbiased lens. So you don't want to see how they broke up so that you could choose like, oh, no, he's in the right and she's in the wrong or she's in the right and he's in the wrong. Yeah. They just kind of like organically broke up. Uh, you know, it's a truth more than anything else that people romanticize the past. I think anytime you look back on it, you, you only think of the good times and, and, um, you know, I don't necessarily see that as, I don't necessarily see that as a reason why Justin Long is doing these things that he romanticized the past so much. And he still thinks that there's a chance. I think he honestly just still loves her and didn't yeah. do the grieving process or the mourning process of the relationship. That's what I think too. And and because of that and the romanticism of the past, uh he he just and not even romanticism, the blocking out of the bad of the past. Yeah. Um he doesn't understand that times have changed. The the character that Kobe Smulders plays has such a Such an interesting arc to me because at some points she is very realistic and very forward thinking in the idea of, you know, why can't we be friends and why can't we try these things and do yeah. these things? Just because it was a relationship like that, that doesn't mean um, that that friendships or, or relationship has to end at that. Mm-hmm. And in a way, I see that as sometimes kind of almost ignorant and 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 maybe as a guy i just don't see it from that perspective because how could she think that i don't think it was right for her to invite him yeah yeah that's what and like i'm not trying to blame her but or blame you know justin long for going or, or anything but i do think but i think what's interesting is her invitation to him to come to this wedding and have this Was she expecting him to say no? Would, I don't know. Did she want him to? Did she want? I mean, it's it's interesting. It's an interesting choice for that character to make. I think she had this fantasy of still be still being friends with someone that she loved so dearly. Because if you can't have that person romantically, I think a lot of people try to still have them in their lives. You don't want someone completely gone. Uh, it's it's better to have someone there platonically than gone forever, right? Yeah, and you know it's interesting when you see somebody uh, who's an ex going on with somebody who 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 makes sense, man. Or when you see an ex who's with uh, somebody who's a better, not necessarily a better fit or better than you, but but a different fit. You know, yes. uh, in 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 the past, people have had relationships where you see them with a person and you realize, you know, that is. That makes sense. Yes. This clearly is a reason why it works. I can see all the reasons why it, it, it it's a functioning relationship. Yeah. You know, um, I don't necessarily, you know, the some of the positions that Justin Long puts himself in are funny because it's 
it's why are you in this spot? Of course. But his reactions are so real. They his are. reactions are so like difficult for him to say and difficult for him to get out. Like when he is talking to the to the guy to Aaron. Yeah. Uh, the the tension is so real. It's so mm-hmm. palpable. It's, it's funny, but that's because we live in a day and age where cringe is funny. It's it's funny because it's a rom com. Exactly. But it's not unrealistic. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The what Aaron, the guy that Kobe Smolers is marrying, um, when he approaches uh, Justin Long's character and he tries to kind of make amends by saying, hey, you like tennis or like even just greets him at the dinner party saying, hey, thanks for coming. That's really big of you. And right, they have that weird it. exchange of like, it's really big of you to invite me. Uh, yeah. It's big of you to come. Yeah, it's, they, we're both big. Yeah, we're just big guys. <laughs> we're just big guys. And it's so awkward. And they start talking about penis size. <laughs> It is brutal, man. It is. It's brutal, dude. You're looking at your competition. Your one ex, when she, if she ever got a new relationship, did you ever meet that person? Oh, I met the person that she jumped straight into a relationship oh, with both. right after. Yeah, how'd yeah. that go? Well, he was a friend of mine, dude. Mm. And like, I, I know this is very personal for you listeners out there, but it happened so long ago and we didn't date for that long that I'm like torn about it. The past is the past. But yeah, that was a fucked up part of the uh, about the breakup was that he was a friend of mine. Yeah. Um, and so I got to, I saw that guy, you know, I saw that guy afterwards because my ex and I ended up working together. That uh, The same thing happened to me, dude. I had an ex who broke up with me and jumped right in with another dude who I worked with. Fuck, dude. And it's not a good feeling to, you Arf. want that person Arf. to be a stranger, right? Uh, as much as possible. And, and at least... With this movie, what we could relate to is the the time frame, the very minuscule time frame that occurred between relationships. Dude, Kobe Smolders just hopped right. Uh, I think th- at the beginning of the film, uh, Kobe Smolders says, um, yeah, I would love for you to meet Aaron, the guy she's marrying. And Justin Long's like, oh, I already met him uh, last year at your sister's, uh, what do you call it? A wedding shower or like a bridal bride, shower something like that yeah and it's funny because like you know he he got invited and he was there hoping that he would see her there or and she showed up with her boyfriend and he was like fuck do you think at, that's where Aaron and Allison met it's very possible because you could say last year and that could on an estimate mean a year and a half ago can you imagine being mm-hmm. there when they meet like being in a relationship with a girl but they tell the story of how they met don't they uh, I don't know. I think I was too enraged. When, was, when I, ha- I was doing a lot of thinking, and I think I missed quite a bit of exposition. <laughs> I think I was doing this a lot of sobbing. Very visceral. <laughs> this film is very intense. What I hate about this film, I'll tell you, is that I'm an avid fan of doo wop. They play the platter song, Only You, and that song. Only you. Dude, I fucking love that song. They associated that song with the first time Allison and Aaron meet in this film. And I was enraged because I was a team Justin Long. Dude, that wedding was the the wedding reception was the most difficult thing to watch in this movie. In this film. It made me so mad because he should have at least gone by himself because bringing a date did not help. No, that was such a... And he made her feel weird too. It's not good. I feel bad for Kristen Shaw. That's right. Tallulah was her name. I have to pee. You have to pee? Yes. Go pee. I'll pause it. Okay. I'm sorry. Um, uh, fuck, dude. This movie is so fucking intense. It makes me, like, I just, it's still, my heart rate is still up. I'm just <laughs> thinking about fucking the guy, dude. I hate Aaron. I hate Aaron so much. It just gets me so fucking angry. Uh-huh. I'm sorry. Continue. Yeah, dude. That, 
that I think that's another relatable aspect of this film is like how perfect was her new husband? You look at competition. He could bake. He could bake. He could dance. He could speak French. He, what an asshole. He was kind of an asshole in that. I don't know if I'm being judgmental and sensitive or if he was really just an asshole. Well, we're supposed to hate him. That's how the script is. Yeah. But uh, it is interesting. You know, I, I, I've met people who, who, you know, fit so nicely with people and are such like, a, like oh, this guy is, mm-hmm. the especially looking like Justin Long, it's easy to see other guys <laughs> and who are the antithesis of that. Like, oh, this guy's got like a jawline and a beard and is like buff and Really and good strong at tennis. And like, yeah. Charming, good with the parents. So, you know, it's, uh, it, it's, it's interesting to see how Justin Long was struggling with, you know, yeah. like, fuck, I don't even know how to compete with that kind of thing. But what's nice is that uh, Kobe Smulder's mom in this movie walks up to him during the wedding yeah. And one of the most reaffirming things is her saying, I, you know, I've always been in your corner. Hmm. And that, that does truly mean a lot. Like to get, to get the approval of someone so close and someone that loves your ex so much, that means that you weren't doing anything wrong if you guys organically broke up. Uh, you know, it just kind of fucking sucks. Yeah, I get that. Uh, I remember with my ex, uh, her family was on my side. Hmm. Uh, which is which was so flattering and so endearing, you know, and that that did give me some reassurance, uh, especially with my first breakup. I'm always thinking like, did I do something wrong? Did I do something wrong? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, especially with my insecurities at the time. Yeah, but yeah, dude, uh, it was it was that was a nice part of the wedding. Do you know who else was in this movie? Uh, Leah Thompson. Yeah. Okay. Name two more cameos. Not even cameos, but two more. Like, John Cho. Yep, and one more, dude. You want me to give you a hint? It's basically going to be a hint that gives it away. In the back alley. Luis Guzman. Oh! Luis yeah, oh, Guzman. Fuck. I was kind of saving that because that's my favorite scene. His his whole react, his whole like moment of smoking and drinking with Luis Guzman. Yeah, who's um, not doing his job. He's just outside in the back alley the entire time. The yeah, entire that's, wedding. that's what busters do. There's always one buster who's always out taking out the trash or something. Yeah. He seemed like he would be the same character that he was in, in Waiting. waiting. <laughs> that's the first thing I thought when I saw Luis Guzman. It's just like a, a different, it's like this was his other job. Yeah, yeah. He This is uh, him moving because on. Because Justin Long is also in Waiting. That's right. So maybe this was them reconnecting after so many years. Dude, this is an ICBTB staple. Us creating a universe amongst movies that have... Zero relationships. Damn, bro. Where was Ryan Reynolds when you need him? Right? He should have been in this movie. I, I, I struggle with how he reacted and how I think yes. his... Well, of course, that's bad. He should have knocked the cake over and been a, a weird like heroin act in that moment. He was like weirdly like transfixed when he did that shit, mm-hmm. which I don't think was very characteristic because up until that point, it had been fairly realistic. Yeah. I don't think somebody would do that. Although if he does, wow. I think it's a safe spot to say right here. I think let's just fucking go with it. Spoiler alerts to come ahead because I do want to talk go. about the end. So right before he knocks over the cake, He's, he goes he to gets the bathroom. shit faced, dude. Yeah, he he even, gets super drunk. Yeah, man. He's I just mean, I've never done that back. at a wedding. He got so drunk that all the champagne glasses that he drinks from just throws them and lets them shatter on the floor. There are children at this wedding that can step on those things. He thought they were the children from Love Wedding Repeat, so he was teaching them a lesson. Yeah, because those kids are fucks. Um, so he goes to the bathroom to relieve himself, and he ends up being in the women's bathroom. Yeah, because he's so drunk. And uh, who comes into the bathroom? Kobe, Kobe Smulders. And uh, Allison. Her character's name is Allison. Yeah, Allison and like one of her bridesmaids. 
um, maybe her, uh, her maid sister. of honor or something. But yeah, um, she's just going in there to fix her dress, and uh, eventually it's just Allison in the bathroom. And at that point, Justin Long is in the stall, and he's this is a fight or flight moment. And of course, he looks to he looks at the wall, and it says "Carpe Diem," <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, "I don't know, is it? It's now or never." And he but, looks at the other wall. <laughs> And, and what does it say? Does it say, like, suck dick or something? It's suck? like, you suck. Or like, you suck, <laughs> I believe is what it says. And I thought that was so funny. <laughs> and at that moment, he 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 busts the door open, and she's surprised, as any girl yeah, in a girl's bathroom would yeah, be. Yeah, of course. You're not supposed to be in there, guys. Yeah. It, spoiler alert. <laughs> don't Guys, don't be in girls' bathrooms. And they have this, like, moment of... Finally, they get to talk. Yeah. D- that makes me think that maybe their day together walking around the city wasn't real. Like, wasn't in what sense? Like, because he goes to and sees her at, come out of work. Yeah. And then they kind of like get on the trolley and then they have like a day together and talk. And then she goes off and has the wedding. Mm-hmm. When he has this conversation with her, it's almost like counteracting of what they said there, where they kind of have this like loving moment there. Yeah. This is the mo- moment probably where she's like, no, we're not going to have a loving moment anymore. Yeah. We're not in that part of our life anymore. Like, yeah. it's over now. I'm getting married to somebody that I love. Mm-hmm. We don't love each other anymore. You mm-hmm. don't get it. And so that, I don't know. It just makes me question. All of the realities because you know, they have so many alternates. I think that date was real. And I and I know there's a part of Kobe Smolder's character that is still maybe not in love, but still deeply cares for and loves Justin Long's character, which is why they have such an organically good time during that date um, and whatnot, right? They yeah. could have these cute conversations where they have their pet names for each other like dummy and like idiot. And it's so cute, so heart-wrenching to see those scenes. Um, I want to ask you about one of the characters that I could not stand. Who? His name, the character's name is David. Okay. And David, from what I understand, is the uh, best man. Oh, is he the the dick? With the hat. Uh, he makes the toast. Oh, the fucking guy that gets the, the, like, the hot chick at the dinner like, party? And sits on Justin Long's lap and like pushes him out of the comedy. That guy is a fuck, dude. And I know people like that. And it's great. He has a load of confidence, but he's kind of cocky and he's unaware, dude. He's not unaware. I think he's 100% aware. You think so? Yes. Okay, let's talk about him for a minute. Because he makes the toast at the dinner party. And, uh, and then turns to the girl next to him and he's like, man, you're hot. And basically kisses her on the cheek. And he's like, I'm sorry if I did that. I've just been wanting to do that all night. And it works. She loves it. And uh, Justin Long is alone at this dinner party. He has no one to talk to. And he try, he attempts to talk to this girl. Uh, and he sits down next to her and says, where are, you, where are you from? And she's like, um. And before she could finish her sentence, who walks in? David. David. Just kind of sits on his lap. And Long, Justin Long is trying to get out. He can't get out. Yeah, they're ignoring him. It's it's that's cringy. That's the cringy part where he's super like, cringy, but very well done. Yeah, and and there was the one slapstick moment of the movie. Justin Long that, falls out of the chair. Justin Long did the Justin Long thing in that. You're right. He does hit his. They head. need at least one. He yeah. has to. It's in his contract. Mm-hmm. Um, it's in his contract. Justin Long uh, has to hit his head before you before you sign this. You need to read the fine line and the fine print right here. It says you have to hit your head at least. Justin once. Long isn't aware of that clause. It's just what his lawyers put in there. So every time he reads the script, he's like, "Damn it, I'm hitting my head again." Again? Can we do one take without me hitting the head? And the director's like, "No, no, do it." Yeah, it's as necessary as like Ryan Gosling being shirtless in a movie. That sounds really suggestive on my part. You know what I mean? I was trying to make that connection. I get it. Okay. Okay. Thanks for thanks for getting it. Hey, Amen. 
Do you have a best person on set award? It's going to have to go to the director. Can you look up the name of the director for me? The name of the director is Butt Munch Makers. That's the best made-up name you could come up with? Yeah, Bunch Munch Makers, spelled B-U-T-T. No, it's like Robert or Roger. The His director's name is Ryan Eggold. Eggold. Thank you for finding it right when I found it. You're welcome. So you he's know? the director. He did the screenplay. And the piano music that is spread throughout this movie was composed by him. That's beautiful. And I have to give it to him because music played a vital component to to this movie. I agree. And uh, I would also give it to Ryan Eggold if I didn't think that that's lame for both of us to agree. So I wow. choose... Justin Long. You're going to choose the main actor. Yes, because look at the kind of acting that he's doing. Aside from that one slapstick he's seen out, uh, falling out of the chair, yeah. he is doing some of the deepest, most realistic acting I've seen in a long time. Mm-hmm. Like, this is some... I mean, I don't know. I really don't know how people don't like this film. Uh-huh. It's really it, half of the individuals on Google do not like this movie. If you don't like this film, it's because it hit too close to home. Yeah. If you don't like this film, and it made you uncomfortable you have because a of cold that. heart. You need to look deep into yourself and realize why this film makes you feel uncomfortable. Yeah. This is really a, a moment of self-reflection, an opportunity to really think about what the fuck happened to you in the past for you to not like this beautiful movie. Oh, man. And if you got to think about why you would go to your ex's wedding. Mm-hmm. You shouldn't. And if you do, this is what would happen. Be prepared. Be prepared for heartbreak. Yes. What would you rate this movie? Five out of five. I give this a six out of five. Oh, can I change mine now that you've inspired me to to break the spectrum and go outside of it? Nope. You picked Seven five. out of five. Right, too late. You picked five. Five. Mine's better than Eight you. out of five. No. Did you burp at the same time when you did that? No. Okay, because that sounded disgusting. Um, yes. What? You heathen. Um, yes, my, Justin my, Long. My honorable mention is Luis Guzman. Luis Guzman doing the Drinking Luis Dom Perignon and smoking a joint. And offering him some cocaine. And then he goes back out and smokes. No, he offered he that offered him weed. In a Ziploc? Because that looked like white powder, my you, friend. Uh, I didn't, I, it looked like weed to me. <laughs> if you think weed is a white powder, you, then you, okay. You didn't see the contents of the bag. You see it, dude. No. He holds it right there. No. Right there. Watch it again. Uh-uh, Watch it I'm again. I'm not going to. Um, do we want to spoil this movie at all? I do love the ending. We already kind of talked about it. So yeah, we are. Um, the ending is gorgeous because, oh, we never talked about what happened in the bathroom. Tell us. So in the bathroom, uh, yeah, he, he finally has Kobe Smulders, uh, to himself and they can actually have a real, uh, dialogue. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, without the distraction of her wedding. <laughs> without all the stuff going on, correct? Yeah, absolutely. She, of course she's going to be occupied. Um, but he goes, he he talks to her and he says, why couldn't we have done this? And yeah. that hit me. And he says it over and over again. You know, at first it's jokingly and they both kind of laugh about it. And it, he, it zooms up on his face and he says one more time quietly, he says, why couldn't we have done it? Eight years Eight years, and they both agree that they had really good moments. Yeah, some shitty moments, as naturally as a relationship would have. But they had some beautiful moments, and he's drunk in this bathroom with her, and and they're joking, and their faces are getting closer because they have that natural connection. And he kisses her, and she, you can see in that in that scene she kisses back for that one smooch. And I think that's such an important scene because it's very telling of what residual feelings he has, she has left for him. Mm-hmm. And she pushes him off. And she says, I, I can't do this. I don't think it was right for him to have waited that long to confess his feelings. Sure, of course. I, I'm, 
it's not right to do that when you're in a relationship, of course, when someone else is in a relationship, but it's definitely not right to do it <laughs> on, their, on their, wedding. their wedding day. Let them have that day at least. But, you know, um, you know, I don't know. I don't know. How, I don't know how it, that would have felt, dude, in the moment. He must have been so lost. The character and the portrayal of this emotion that Justin Long does in that scene is so uh, real, dude. The, so the, real. The amount of hurt and loss and understanding that is finally being made clear to him. You know, when you when you go through a breakup and when you lose somebody that you, that, that you love so so deeply like that, I think it shows in this character how, how lost he is. Yeah. Because for so long, he thought this was going to be the truth. He was going to marry her, you know, and he was going to be with her, and that was going to be his life. And then now here he was yeah. seeing it like it's an alternate universe. Like yeah. here, here she is with somebody else, and it's like, you know, why couldn't that have been us? He even brings up like a memory in the past where... When she said, yeah, dude. You she know. takes like a Polaroid picture of him, and they're in bed, and she's, she looks at the Polaroid picture and says to him, "This I can't believe this is going to be the man that I marry. Yeah. And he brings that up to her in the bathroom, and she's like, I still have that picture. And you can tell that there's something still there, but it, it, it makes you think, what if? What if things had gone differently? What could I have done right to make uh, to make that universe possible where I marry you? And I don't know. I, I, I'm such a I'm such a sucker for movies like this. I, but this is, like we've said, an unconventional rom com. It pulls a rogue one. Um, you know what? And so yeah, so. He ends up making quite a big stunt in the wedding. Yeah. He pushes the wedding cake off of the stage and destroys it. And that wedding cake was made by Aaron. Uh, of course, he baked it himself. <laughs> he says he, he went goes to, to France, France to learn how to, to learn bake this, this motherfucker. And he thanks the chef the that chef taught him. The chef is there, the bitch. <laughs> and the chef is the most stereotypical French, French chef. stinky chef. He has those hats, those like uh, froppy hats that uh, chefs always have. Um, and... Uh, and there, uh, Justin Long takes a scoop out of the cake and takes a bite. <laughs> Dude, I love the audience, like everyone in the room. I love their reaction to what he's doing. <gasps> yeah, they like the music stops. They all turn around to see that the cake is on the floor, and they're looking at him like he's an animal, and he eats it like an animal. <gasps> and they're all like, "Whoa, I can't!" I don't know why that was the good. most surprising moment of what had just happened. So he takes off running. The groom takes off running after him. Chases him. Allison, Kobe Smolders, Robin Jabotsky, um, Maria Hill chases after him as well. Uh-huh. Uh, Agent Maria Hill from the Shield. Shield. Oh, that's what it is. I was like, Maria Hill. Um, they chase after him, and then he is running in the busy streets of San Francisco and gets hit by a car. Holy shit. Yeah, and yes, that's a Justin Long thing, but not the way it was not shot. Not like that. It's, it was That seemed real. like something out of the Joker. Mm-hmm. It was gritty, Brutal. dude. He gets Brutal. hit, and then um, they see him from like across the street, and then he hops on this bus and is trying to get away from. Then he and the final scenes, the final frames, mm-hmm. uh, is him sitting in the back seat of the bus, very reminiscent of The Graduate, very yes, reminiscent of this tentpole romantic film that everybody kind of thinks of as this greatest coming of age story. And where that movie ends in obscurity and nervousness, yes. this film ends in obscurity and satisfaction. Yeah. Where Justin Long finally has that at peace moment of, now I can be myself without this kind of feeling. You know, I think it takes a long time for men and for people to kind of get over relationships where they feel so deeply for them. Yeah. You know, men are often told that they have to have this one standing relationship and this one real thing. And you love your woman, you love this woman, and that's the end of the day. And then... 
you know, and you lose your identity sometimes in relationships. I think as men tend to tend to forget who they are. And when it's over, they have no idea how to even get back to what it was that they were in the beginning. Yeah. So this ending of the movie is very telling for Justin yeah. Long is finally getting this at peace semblance of resilience that he has of who he is. He did everything that he could do to really ensure that what they could have had could not happen anymore. It's uh, he, No one wants to go on living with regrets or with what ifs, right? Well, and to prove like what Luis Guzman tells him, he's like, you know, yeah, I used to have a fish that I really liked. Yeah. And then one day the fish died. And he goes, and then I went to the store and got I got a fish. different fish. It's and like, he goes, but it's not the same. He's like, exactly. Yeah. I got a different I'll fish. I'll never have another Tom Petty. Yeah. He named the goldfish Tom Petty. Like, but I got a Bob Dylan. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Um, yeah, it's... It's so relatable because it's... You don't have to look for that relationship again in another person. No. You don't have to look for who's the, who's the replacement of that last person. You can have that relationship and have those feelings and moments and then move on and look for something different from someone different Yeah, at a different time, you know? Because even though he ultimately destroyed that wedding reception, that was just like half a day of misery that saves him from the rest of his life of not ever knowing if he could ever uh, rekindle the flame that went out between them two, dude. Because you just want to make sure. What a realistic film, you know? Yeah, dude. Well, in a somewhat of a way, you know? In some, yeah, yeah. There, You know, there these situations what a, what happen. A, yeah, yes. These situations happen. And it, this could have fell victim to your typical rom-com where it's the happily ever after and you could predict everything that's going on but i was on the edge of my seat for a lot of the movie thinking what's gonna happen next and i think it's very underrated very yes, underrated yes. more people should watch this once again baddies this is available for streaming on hulu uh you could watch it and you could find it on other streaming sites you probably have to pay for it um but yeah uh this movie was amazing that's it. That's it. Uh, baddies, you could uh, follow us at all of our handles, uh, ICBTB Podcast on Instagram. Uh, you can follow Christian at Christian has asthma. And you can follow Alejandro at call underscore me, Jesus. And you could also follow yourself. Just yes. believe in yourself. Really? Know that you are a strong, complete person. Look in the mirror and look at that person and that you see. And don't text your ex. Don't do it. Also, that person who wasn't really your ex, but you had kind of like weird feelings and you're not talking to them anymore, don't text that person either. Yeah. don't. If That's you're, not good for you either. It's not yeah. good for that person either. Nope. Just let it bygones be bygones. Don't play with other people's emotions. Don't ghost people unless that's better for you and them. Don't the be in a, run. yeah. Don't be in a one-year relationship where you're kind of unsure and then propose to that person just to break up with them right there and then because that's effed up. That's F'd in the B, yo. Is that what happened in this film? Yeah, we just talked about it. He was in a one-year relationship with that girl and proposed. Oh, but I, he didn't really propose. He didn't have a ring or anything. Yeah. He was having like a mental breakdown. But still, imagine Poor girl. that girl's relationships going forward from there. Barf. She is going to have her walls up. Yeah, be a good person. Uh, shout out to John Cho. Shout out to Kristen Shaw. Uh, and shout out to... Uh, that black guy in the library that uh, was his friend from college. That was a funny scene. Yeah, that guy is hella funny. The one who yeah. like, it was uh, a Barnes and Noble. Yeah, it was a Barnes and Noble. he's like, oh, what are you reading? And he's, he's got a book in his hand that's like how to get over breakups. And he's yeah. like, oh. Oh. Hey, man, why don't you give me a call if you need anything? Gives him his business card. He says, right there's my Facebook, my LinkedIn, my email, and my number. He's like, I think I only need one of these. No, you need all of them. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. I like how they interacted. He was like, oh my gosh, Adam? And Justin Long uh, did not recognize him. Yeah. 
She's like, you, it's me from college, remember? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I hate like, moments like that. And then that. he was like, how's Amy doing? He's like, oh, I don't, I don't know. He's like, isn't she getting married? And he's like, oh. Oh, yeah, yeah Allison, yeah. 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 Uh, no, I don't think so. <laughs> Y'all like, together- She's getting married like this weekend. <laughs> Aren't you, are you here for the wedding? I would have loved, I bet you there's a scene where he's at the wedding. Yeah, I would. I was hoping he was invited I to the wedding too. I was hoping he'd be at the wedding. And he'd just stand up. He'd be like, Adam, hey. I thought you didn't know that Allison was getting married. Or if he's like, Adam, what are you doing here? Yeah, exactly. Dude. Hey, you left this book behind. I got it for you. <laughs> Dude, what was the, the, the fucking douchebag that was a friend of Aaron's oh, that said stuff like, wow, ooh, you're the ex-boyfriend? Oh, he's like, you're the one, huh? He's like, you're the guy. You're, you're the guy. Wow. How long wow. did you guys uh? And date? you're here. And you're here right now. And wow. you're here. Wow. Good, good for you, man. I couldn't do it myself. And he's like a dick to him at the wedding. And Justin Long says, he's already drunk. And he says, uh, why don't you stick it up your dick hole or some shit? Well, he says, why don't you finger my dick hole? Wow. And that's suggestive. Uh, on that note. That's <laughs> over. Okay. Yep. <laughs> Anything else you want to say? Why don't you finger my dick hole? All right. And if you've stuck around long enough to hear that, don't do that. Bye. Can't be that bad, though.